Welcome to the Marvelous Madams Podcast. We're your hosts, Madam Chris. And I'm Madam Amy. We are burdened with the glorious purpose of talking all things Marvel. Madams, assemble. Hey, everybody. So we're doing something a little different today, but before we dive in to what we're talking about, I have to issue an apology. I have been ashamed of myself for the last week. Yes, I have not heard the end of it. I don't know how. There is no excuse. But somehow, last week in the zombie episode of What If, I completely missed the General Okoye, Denai Guerrera, Walking Dead connection. For people like me, who were raised by television, live on television movies, that is just a mortal sin to overlook something like that. I am truly ashamed. And now, my child, now that you have confessed, you are absolved of your sin. What are you, Matt Murdock's priest over here? I guess. I don't know why that (laughs) popped into my head. (laughs) Truthfully, I'm also kind of pissed off at myself because I forgot to make the joke that Hawkeye got himself a Happy Meal. (laughs) Yeah, please, please forgive us, everyone. Please. So we can begin to forgive ourselves. (laughs) Oh, the tragedy. (laughs) So, like Chris mentioned, we're doing things slightly differently this episode. We're not actually going to be covering the episode in our usual way. Let's say 5% of this episode is actually about what if episode 6 and the rest of it is other stuff. Yeah, I knew something was up when... Amy texted me before I watched the episode and said, call me when you're done. And about a minute into it, I said, oh, yeah, yeah, this is going to be a problem for us. Yeah. So just like episode four in particular of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier couldn't be separated from the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd trial happening while it aired, the plot and racial themes within this episode of What If cannot be separated from the situation currently happening in Afghanistan. Separated nor ignored. Mm -hmm. Now, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know that my husband is in the military. That being said, this episode is chock full of things I cannot discuss for reasons I cannot discuss. And furthermore, I'm way too close to the situation to have any professional objectivity about it. And if you don't like this, well, guess what? I don't like it either. I get it. But that's the way it is. Yeah, I'm not happy about it either, but it is what it is. And we are going to try to do something else, something fun instead. Yeah. I have to ask the question, though, because looking back at this year in Marvel of 2021. Okay, so we had Wanda setting up her own quarantine in Westview. We had Falcon and Winter Soldier airing during the Derek Chauvin trial. We had Loki centered around the whole concept of variants. Now, what if in Afghanistan? Is the reason the X-Men are not in the MCU because they're actually working for Marvel? Who the fuck is psychic over there? Reveal yourselves. Honestly, this is getting a little insane. (laughs) I think it goes to show that Marvel has the pulse on what's happening in the world. And it's just... It's extremely coincidental, but it's fantastic. 
It does complicate things sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> As we just yes, it said. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing instead today is kind of doing a roundup. There's been a lot of news coming out lately from Marvel. Shang-Chi just came out. We're going to discuss some of those reviews. We have trailers to discuss. <laughs> yes, we do. And we also have some Marvel video games that have come out in the past and are coming out in the near future that we can discuss. And a book that has been recently announced that has become a bit of a contentious issue between the two of us. <laughs> contentious for one of us. I don't like the way you laughed like that. <laughs> Not contentious for the one of us who pre-ordered it and will be getting it next month. I hate you. <laughs> and we're going to wrap things up with some talk of... Dun, dun, dun rumors because we can't help ourselves who are we kidding yeah yeah look i am a bit of a conspiracy nut when it comes to marvel stuff i cannot not discuss rumors yes when it comes to marvel stuff only do not isolate that out there anyone she's normal <laughs> i mean as normal as can be after almost two years in one room you know so, Amy, you did have one or two very general things you wanted to say about what we can say about episode six. Yes. Well, see, I don't have the kind of restrictions you do. So I'm just going to go blase. And obviously, I'm very ignorant about stuff. So I like the episode. I think it was great. It reminded me a lot of the first episode because so much happened. It was really breakneck speed. And I think they did a fantastic job with Michael B. Jordan, the animation, it's, it's, it was the same thing with Wong. Like, they could have just taken a picture and animated it. I thought it was even better with Jordan. That was a clone. You could have cut off that face for me, put it in a picture completely out of context. I would have known exactly who it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That's what they did a fantastic job. And even the voice actor for Tony, he did a really good job. Mm -hmm. But I'm very pissed off at seeing Tony die again. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, wh what is this like a competition between Tony and Vision? <laughs> is there going to be a most died award? <laughs> Marvel, no good. I'm not happy. No. But yeah, overall, I liked the episode and I really think that there has to be some kind of continuation after this episode. They ended it at the spot where it, things just got really interesting. So either we see it in this season or maybe we get a continuation because we do have a lot of threads that are left hanging with all the various other episodes. Mm -hmm. So maybe those continue into season two or they continue into season one and we have some big epic finale. Yeah, because I don't know about you, but I have no idea what these last three episodes are about. No idea either. All I know is that... All these people are coming back in some way, I guess, with, from what we saw with the mid-season mid teaser. Yeah. Oh, by the way, who we've been referring to as Bad Strange is actually known as Supreme Strange. That works. Officially. Yeah. All right. So we are going to move on to first Shang-Chi here. Now, neither of us have seen the movie yet. We will be watching it in like late October when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So no spoilers, please. Yeah, but I am very, very happy to see that it has been 
a huge box office success so far. It is still the number one movie in the world. Yeah. And considering a lot of places in the world aren't showing movies in theaters, it's fantastic. Yes. And the fact that people are not shunning this movie because of an Asian cast gives me just the slightest bit of hope for humanity, like 0.5%. I'm sure there are people shunning it, but they're a minority compared to us regular, normal, sensible folk. Right. You know, I'm really happy to see that a predominantly Asian cast is getting the recognition it deserves. Yeah, so from the reviews, I'm seeing major praise for the action overall, as well as Star Simulu, and great things about this villain, too. That's fantastic. I cannot wait to see it. And what I'm looking forward to seeing most is the family drama that the reviews are talking about. This is the thing I was most concerned about heading into the movie was, oh, daddy issues. Again? Really? And I think I said this in one of our episodes. Mm -hmm. But based on the reviews, it's well done. And we haven't seen enough of well done family drama in the MCU. Thor really screwed the pooch on that, I think. Ant-Man did it better with Scott and his family. We got some of that with Tony and Howard, but they weren't together. And they did explore Gamora and Nebula too, but that was also kind of clouded by that whole weird paternal killing relationship with Thanos. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are probably going to see Gamora in What If. So that would be an interesting dynamic if we get non-genocidal Thanos. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And we also know Hawkeye is probably going to deal with some of that. Maybe. Yeah, and we'll get to that trailer in a little bit. Yeah. But overall, yes, Shang-Chi has been very well received and we're very happy to hear about it. All right. Moving on now to uh, mm, the Eternals trailer. This one I'm not so sure about. I'm sure when the movie comes out, it's going to be a good movie. I don't think at this point Marvel is capable of doing a terrible movie. <laughs> that is where we diverge, as I have seen Black Widow twice. See our episode on my feelings for that, everyone. I think Marvel's very capable of making a bad movie. Let's agree to disagree. Yeah. And I said terrible, not bad. <laughs> there are degrees. I mean, with a cast like that, you can't have a terrible movie. I, I've seen some pretty terrible movies with amazing casts. Okay, that's fair. It's going to be a CGI bonanza for sure. Yeah, and you know, this isn't the fault of Marvel or the movie. This is a me thing. It's very hard for me to get hyped for totally new characters with whom I have no existing connection. It takes a lot. Yeah, I mean, the hype would come from people who are familiar with the Eternals in the comics. Yeah. Right? And also people who are hyped about certain actors and actresses in the movie, they'd be looking forward to seeing them. Yeah. And that's another thing is that this movie has no actors that I particularly like. Well, I'm familiar with two of them, but I have very bad memories of their <laughs> connections. See, so. see literally any other episode for Amy's feelings on Game of Thrones. <laughs> It finds a way in there. 
I was actually going to mention Game of Thrones while I was discussing episode six of What If, but I decided not to because I didn't want this episode to be two hours long. <laughs> it tells you everything you need to know, people. I mean, I'm sure I'll enjoy Richard Madden, especially since I just recently found out that he's Scottish. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, I've been nervous about this movie ever since they announced that Angelina Jolie was going to be in it. Why? I've never been a fan of hers, and she can be a lightning rod for controversy and just unwanted attention. And I just remember thinking, oh, I hope nothing in her personal life overshadows this movie or casts a shadow on it in some way. Well, yeah, possible, but she is talented. Oh, no question. I've just never been a particular fan. Mm -hmm, That's fair. I've seen a few of her movies and I think that in the movies where it's not about Angelina Jolie, the hotness and the sexuality, Mm -hmm. she does a fantastic job. Yeah. And I do feel a certain kinship with her. We are both part of a group that has grown exponentially in the last five years and that is people with alt-right fathers they're ashamed of. Yeah, it seems to be a growing club. Yeah. I just hope that this movie doesn't end up falling into the same pitfalls of, oh, Angelina Jolie, you know, how sexy, how yeah. amazing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's you another know? concern I have, especially with Salma Hayek also being in the movie. I do like her. I do think she is incredibly talented. But yeah, it seems to be like Marvel made a decision to try to find the hottest people they could get that are, you know, known to be hot. Yeah. Richard Madden, Kit Harrington. Gemma Chan, like I am, I am very happy about the representation and diversity in the movie, but, but yeah, I have those, the exact concerns there that you're talking about. Yeah. So I hope that Marvel doesn't fall into that trap and knowing that we have a woman director gives me hope. Yes. Chloe Zhao, we need to mention that for sure. Yes. And it does seem very different from anything we've seen in the MCU before, I just don't know what to make of it. Yeah, and I'm okay with that, because if we keep having the same stuff over and over again, it will get boring. I agree. We have to have different stuff. I agree. I am a little worried, though, based on the trailers that we've seen and, and the dialogue in there, that it might be a little on the cheesy side. They might be asking for a little too much suspension of disbelief for things, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. This was the first trailer that we saw. And it kind of gave us an idea of what the movie would be about. And that's what was needed. Because before this, we had no clue what the movie was going to be about. I still have very little clue what the movie's going to be about. I mean, it's a very brief overall structure of heroes, but sitting tight because they were told not to do anything. It kind of gave us an explanation of why they didn't show up during Endgame and Infinity War, for one. And we have these deviants showing up now. And that's why they're coming in to do what they need to do, because that's what they were tasked to do. Well, we'll see. I guess I'm just going to require a better explanation than what we saw in the trailer. And that's fair. It's just a tiny little portion. Yeah, yeah. I'm going in with no expectations, hoping that it's good, but I'm not thinking that the movie is going to be trash. I'm looking forward to it in a way. 
Yeah, I, I'm definitely going into it with lower expectations too. And I think that's better than thinking it's going to be amazing and being disappointed. You know, I'd rather be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, true. Although I will say I am going to be rather disappointed not to see this in the theater because it does seem like the VFX for this is going to be insane. Yeah. Well, speaking of being pleasantly surprised, how about that Hawkeye trailer? Yeah, that was a bit unexpected. Yes. And I completely understand now why they're waiting to release it till late November. This is a Christmas show. Yeah, I was confused too. I was like, why the hell are they waiting? Why is that such a big break? Yeah, overall, fantastic trailer. If the show is as good as just the trailer, we're in for a treat. Yeah, I think this trailer is a bit of a Trojan horse situation where they're making it seem very lighthearted, which I'm sure there are going to be some funny moments because the two of them, Clint Barton and, and Kate Bishop, seem to have this chemistry going. Mm-hmm. And obviously, both the actors have good chemistry too. But I think it's going to be a lot more serious and darker than it seems. I wouldn't be surprised if you're right, because the same thing happened with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, didn't it? Yeah, exactly. Right away with this perfect song choice i got those diehard vibes even though it's not taking place in a single building or on a plane or any other you know or any other kind of diehard scenario the christmas theme and the action put me into that mindset and i was immediately smiling Mm -hmm. yeah it was a it was a fun trailer and it was lovely to see clint back with his family yeah speaking of i found it interesting that his wife was missing I noticed that too. I was like, where is Linda Cardellini? Exactly. And I really like her. I was looking forward to seeing her. I hope she's still there in the show. Yeah. You know, one thing that's a little tough for me, and it it has nothing to do with her ability as an actress, but the little Russo who plays his daughter, Lila, it's hard because here she is playing Hawkeye's daughter. She looks exactly like her father. So it's a tough thing for me to get it out of my head and get it into my head that this is an actress playing Hawkeye's daughter. You know what I mean? Well, I guess once you get into the show, it'll be okay. Yeah. And I don't think we'll see much of them anyways. Yeah. And I would really like to know what magic makeup they used to uh, fix Jeremy Renner's face. <laughs> That's CGI, idea. <laughs> the aging technology. Yeah. He looked pretty good here. He is over 50 now, but... um. Yeah, that's not what he's looking day to day. He has started to look more and more like a Sharpay. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a thing that Marvel does do with pretty much everyone. They do slightly de-age everyone. With him, they're probably doing it a little bit more. But yeah, it's CGI. That was like my husband after he saw the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. He texted me, he's like, I don't like the way they age Doctor Strange. I'm like, they didn't age him, you jackass. He's 46. (laughs) Do you understand that these characters are played by real human beings who age? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Broadway has now officially reopened. I need to see Rogers the musical. I need a ticket to that (laughs) yesterday. Yeah, that would be fun. Come on, Evans. Come on. Make it happen. You worked at a fucking summer camp when you were a kid. I know you dance. I don't know if you can sing, but make it fucking happen. Get your brother out there. Drag him into it. Both of you. On stage now. I'm sure after listening to this episode, he will get right on it. He knows what's good for him, he will. <laughs> that, that sounds very encouraging. Uh-huh. Are we going to have another restraining order situation happening here? 
I could control myself better around Chris Evans. Good to know. Yes. Phew. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. safe. Overall, I like that they're not just letting go of everything Clint did as Ronan. That, again, like yeah. Doctor the Winter Soldier, actions have consequences. Yeah. And that is necessary. Mm-hmm. He needs to face his misdeeds during that time. Yeah. Not only does he have to, to face those consequences, but emotionally, mentally, there's no way he's okay after committing God knows how many murders. Yeah. Yeah. True. And I'm also excited because this is Marvel finally using Jeremy Renner to his full potential. Let's not forget, folks, this guy's a great actor. He's an Oscar nominee. And he's kind of just been in their back pocket for 10 years. Just watching this trailer, just from those two minutes, Haley Steinfeld feels absolutely perfectly cast. Yeah. Yeah. I really like her. Yeah. People, if you haven't seen her in the remake of True Grit, with Jeff Bridges, stop this podcast right now and go watch it. It's fantastic. She is phenomenal. And she was just a kid. No, no, no. Finish this podcast, <laughs> then go watch it. It's important. Yes. <laughs> but but stay. Stay. <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you say that? <laughs> Come on. And also, the reason you should stay is because I'm going to give you another suggestion. If you haven't seen Dickinson, watch that. She's pretty good. It's a bit out there, the show, but she's done a really good job. Is that about Emily Dickinson? Yep. So am I right in assuming that it's incredibly depressing? Nope. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So you mentioned that we don't see Clint's wife at all. I couldn't help but notice. So we don't see Florence Pugh. We don't see the queen bitch herself, Val. We don't see any villain at all. Yeah. And I don't know who the villain is. Yeah. Not a clue. And I think that really goes into your Trojan horse idea of of the usual take nothing at face value. We have no idea what's actually going on in this show. Yeah. And I have a feeling that in Endgame, when we see the mobster being killed, something is going to come back from that particular guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's the clip they show in the trailer, too. But truly, the most important reason to watch this show. Amy, did you see the dog? Did you see the dog? Yes. He's a yes. golden retriever and he is wearing Christmas adornments. Yes, he's from the comics. His name is Lucky the Pizza Dog. <gasps> <laughs> now, what I'm hoping is that my sweet golden boy will watch this show with me and see, oh, look, other puppy also wearing Christmas things on his head. Not scary. Okay, mommy, I'll wear them too. Because like most things in the world, my sweet boy is afraid of bows, bells, stockings, shirts, once his own shadow, wish I was kidding. <laughs> um, I think you're forgetting one aspect of this. Yes. What if he gets scared of seeing someone that looks like him? <laughs> He's not that bright. That's too much of a connection for him to make. Okay. I simultaneously love him and feel bad for him. (laughs) Yep, that's about it. (laughs) That's about right. (laughs) And uh, since we're talking about people we both love and feel sorry for, let us move on to Mr. Parker. (laughs) I like that segue. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yes, this... Trailer has taken the internet by storm. P. 
people, I am beyond psyched for Spider-Man No Way Home. If I have to, I will wear a hazmat suit to the theater. I'm not psyched. Continue. I don't know. I mean, I guess the reason why I'm not psyched is because I know I'm going to be a bit conspiracy nutish when the move when I finally see the movie. Uh-huh. Oh, we're conspiracy nutish just from the fucking trailer. Who are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah, and that's thanks to me I got you a bit nutty. Yeah. Yeah. This trailer everybody, more than any other, make no assumptions and take absolutely nothing at face value. Is what we say, but of course we can be very wrong, and we could be also very right. So don't take us at face value either. <laughs> Overall, I like the foundation of this movie. The fact that Peter is not running away, he is not hiding. I give him a lot of credit for that. Yeah, he isn't. He's taking responsibility for something that he hasn't done. And he knows that his family and his closest friends are in trouble because of him. Yeah. And that's the sticking point. That's what upsets him most. He can't let that happen. Yeah. And I understand. Yeah. And oh, I squealed when I heard J.K. Simmons's voice. Even if we only just see him on a screen, I'm okay with mm -hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him show up. And see how does that interact with the with the multiverse and all of that. Like, are we going to see different J.K. Simmonses? Yeah, I mean, we could see Daily Bugle, J.K. Simmons, or we could see this Alex Jones version of J.K. Simmons. I think his role is going to be primarily, you know, fomenting the hate of Peter and the conspiracy theories, just like Alex Jones. The one, mm -hmm. the one thing that really stood out to me as we saw, you know, Peter with the cops is that I don't think Beck could pull this off, especially from the grave, by himself. I think it would take more than just him and Peter Billingsley. There has to be more to this. There have to be more people behind this plot to set Peter up. I'm pretty sure it's the entire team that we saw in Far From Home. I don't know how loyal those people would have stayed. Usually in a cult, in a cult situation like that, once the head is gone, it falls apart. Which is fair, but the reveal happened very soon after, after his death. I think it was a week. Yeah, so a week is really soon. And for the team to execute the plan, it would take them that long. You know, edit the footage, make the relevant footage needed, and put it out there. This was probably their last thing that they needed to do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 50-50 on it. I can see it either way. I can see it your way, but I can also see them all falling apart and like rats jumping off the ship. Which is fair also. But see, once that information is out there, once the allegation is thrown out there, it could be other people not affiliated who would take on the torch and just, you know, make this into a big thing. That's true. You never know. J.K. Simmons uh, could be the main instigator to make this from a small thing to a big thing. Like, this is my calling card. This is what's going to put me on the map. Good point. Fuck Spider-Man. Good point. You know? Yep. So my husband said to me last night that he's tired of trailers, that they spoil too much stuff. Like this trailer spoils the fact that Doctor Strange is going to be in it. And I was like, babe, no. This trailer had to show us that. Because if I got into that seat 
in the theater on December 23rd and we get into this movie and fucking Benedict Cumberbatch shows up, I'd have a fucking stroke. (laughs) I needed that little bit of information ahead of time. Thank you very much. You do realize there's a lot of other stuff probably going to happen in this movie that you don't know about. Exactly. Which is why I needed just a little bit. This is also why, you know, never mind. Not going to even say, nope, nope, because I, nope. Because speak, nope, speak, no, because speak, I don't want the com- because I know the comment I'm going to get from the peanut gallery, and I don't <laughs> want to hear it. So no, and you can't make me. I do not appreciate you calling me the peanut gallery just because you do not agree <laughs> with what I say. I only call you the peanut gallery in very specific situations, and that is not fair. <laughs> you hurt me. <laughs> I never expected to see Doctor Strange in this movie. He was the last person I expected. What a surprise this was. I was expecting to see him because we had heard rumors of this Spider-Man movie being connected to Doctor Strange. And we know Wanda's connected to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness as well. So here's the question. What's weirder, seeing Doctor Strange in a sweatsuit or seeing Benedict Cumberbatch in a sweatsuit? Doctor Strange, because <laughs> because Benedict Cumberbatch is a human being. So is Doctor Strange. He's a fictional human being. But still, he's a person. No, Doctor Strange is the one that's worrying me in a sweatshirt and wearing the cloak. It's like he and and the whole place is covered in snow yeah. or ash. Mm-hmm. Something is wrong. Yeah, something is wrong. But one thing is right. Because Doctor Strange's facial hair is now real. Thank you, Marvel. I mean, the the previous movies, his facial hair was not looking bad. It wasn't looking great either. Because I've noticed rewatching last night, I'm like, oh, now I see in the light. That goatee is red. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Just let it fly. Okay. But then again, is that red because Marvel wants us to notice the difference? Or is that like a subtle hint telling us that that isn't actually Doctor Strange? Because they could have died it. God damn it. See, this is why I'm not looking forward to this movie. <laughs> I hate you. Why? I'm analyzing people's hair color. <laughs> why do you do this to me? Why? Because you call me the peanut gallery. <laughs> and for the record, when she used to say that before, I never knew what it meant. <laughs> Till one day she explained it to me and I was very offended. (laughs) Okay, you know, here's the thing. Brown and red auburn, you can kind of let that go. You know, it's it's a lot more plausible. So I'm more willing to say they just learned their lessons that it didn't look great in the previous movie. So he they just let him have a normal goatee and they didn't dye it because they've learned a lesson from fucking Kenneth Branagh. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and just say it's simply aesthetic because it's not so much of a difference. However, if they let Loki grow a beard, then I'll say, okay, something's going on here for sure. You had to bring him up, right? You just had to. (laughs) Not one episode. (laughs) Okay, so let's, uh, let's dig into Doctor Strange here because there's a lot more off about him than just the goatee. Yeah, the whole trailer is off for me, but sure. Yeah. Okay, let's pick one thing. Yeah, yeah. We're meant to be off kilter with this for sure. Clearly, I mean, the whole world is off kilter. Yeah. So Peter goes to Doctor Strange 
to help him out with this itty bitty little problem he's got. Namely, oh, can you make it so that nobody knows I'm Spider-Man anymore? Just a little favor. Yeah, which is okay. I understand where he's coming from. Right. But I don't understand Doctor Strange's sudden compassion and willingness to bend the rules of time and space and help him with this. Yeah, and his overall demeanor, at least initially, he's trying to be friendly with Peter. That doesn't bode well for me. No. He's a jackass. Yeah. Yeah, he's not really looking for new friends, ever. Yeah. It's one of the things he and I have in common. Why you should feel so special. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, so the question is, is this our Doctor Strange? Or has the multiverse already been created? Yeah, so I was thinking maybe this could be that the reason the whole spell didn't work was because at that moment, the Loki nexus event happened where all the timelines went branching out at the very end yeah yes and that's why things got screwy over here and that could also connect to wandavision at that moment and the post credit scene in the finale where wanda hears her kids yeah you know i was thinking how it's plausible that no one would have realized it it makes me think about late harry potter in how The muggles didn't realize that Voldemort was out there causing mayhem. They thought, you know, it was just natural disasters and and other things. And they found a way to rationalize it all. So it's entirely possible that people wouldn't have noticed cracks in the multiverse for a little while. Okay, that's fair. Then who is this Doctor Strange? Or is it Doctor Strange at all? That's another possibility. It could be a strange variant somebody else entirely because we do have scrolls and i know you don't want to hear it but we cannot ignore the shape-shifting sorcerer who would enjoy wreaking havoc in the multiverse if that is the case then all he went through in the series would be nullified not if it's a different variant possible what if it's supreme strange from the what if universe i don't think what if is necessarily connected but i think you know an evil version of strange is absolutely possible but yeah i don't think it would be the loki we saw on the series i think it would be a variant i don't think we're gonna see that version of loki again until season two of the show there's too much to deal with Mm -hmm. but like kang said at the end of the loki finale if there's a million variants of him out there that can come out of the woodworks the same can be said for anybody Yeah, that's true. So in short, is Doctor Strange a stranger? She's been waiting on that one for a while. Since she saw the trailer. I I believe I had another one when I spoke to you the first time. I'm not going to remind you. Is this an estranged strange? (sighs) It's never going to end. Strange is being rather strange. Are you done? That's the right. You're done. I'm calling it. And I think it has to be either a strange variant or a Loki variant, if being able to do the magic makes a difference. Would a scroll be able to do the magic? I don't think so. What if it's all pretend? Like what Beck did? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. The that... technology's out there, and it is from a Spider-Man movie. You're right. 
you're absolutely right. That throws a new wrinkle into things too. God, mm -hmm. this is going to keep me up at, at night in December. <laughs> but okay, we need to make a deal, you and me. I know that I'm going to get spoiled for this movie, right? Mm -hmm. Just do me one favor. Just tell me if any of my theories are right. Okay, is this going to be like a grocery shopping trip where you send me with a list? Okay, fair. Yeah, I can do that. It could be a couple of pages long oh, with my theories. Great. I'm sure something will come right. But if the man who should not be named shows up, <laughs> tell me so that I prepare myself. <laughs> and she doesn't mean Voldemort, everyone. Yes, I think everyone knows who I'm speaking about by now. So... In the trailer, it appears that things go awry because Peter screws up Strange's spell by saying, wait, wait, not everyone. No, no, Aunt May needs to know. Ned needs to know. MJ needs to know. So maybe you're right yeah. about this technology. Maybe this is someone trying to make Peter think that breaking the multiverse is his fault. Yeah, it's possible. And I do think that there is the possibility of the multiverse happening because obviously we do see doc ock and all the other various hints that we get oh we sure do i i was even more excited to see alfred molina than i was to hear jk simmons's voice i friggin love alfred molina mm -hmm. hey i have a question yes what if the multiverse had already broken in spider-man far from home and that is why we got jk simmons it's eight months after Endgame. We don't know when Loki happens or when the post credit scene for WandaVision happens. Yeah, especially with Loki because the TVA was outside of the timeline. Like mm -hmm. we know when he was taken, but after that, and then they were at the void at the end of time, it was this new timeline starting over and there goes my brain. It's on the floor. Uh -huh. Leaked out. Yep. We're done. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. Yep. It's not like I need this brain or anything for this giant life change, this giant huge move I have coming up. No, I'm good. Fine. Thanks. Yeah, I've pretty much started calling it the big move. <laughs> but yeah, we've already discussed this. When it comes to your brain being mush, it's a good thing for the zombies. Yes. Cream of wheat. Yep. And here's another question. You know, we've already talked at length now about who this Doctor Strange might be. But then the question becomes... How many different Stranges could we possibly see in this trailer? We see him in the sweatsuit with the cape, then we see him in his regular costume. Which one's good? Which one's bad? Who's who? No idea. Which strange is the stranger? Oh, God. I walked right into that one. <laughs> and it is very strange for him to even have the mug for Fox's sake. Wait, what did I, I miss? The, wait, what are you talking about? What did I miss? In the Sanctum Santorum, it's cold. Strange is wearing his sweatshirt. He's carrying a mug. The mug says for fox, for with the picture of a fox, sake. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem very in character, does it? Yeah, exactly. So why is he using that mug before shit hit the fan? Yeah, good question. And here's another one. So we see that little ball contraption technology and we hear the green goblin laughing within it is it going to be willem dafoe or somebody else we don't know yeah and don't get me wrong 
I think Willem Dafoe is fantastic, but that dude creeps me the fuck out. <laughs> That's why he's fantastic. Yeah. That face of his is a character in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And this is what I mean in terms of making no assumptions. We have no way to know which Peter Doc Ock is talking to when he says, hello, Peter. Because think about it. Our Peter Parker, Tom Holland, Doc Ock has no reason to know who he is. That's true. And Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland are close enough in build and size that they could pass Tobey Maguire off, even if it's a stuntman inside the suit, whatever. They could feasibly pass them off as the same person. Andrew Garfield wouldn't work. He's taller and he's really skinny. But also Marvel is good at replacing one character with another character in a trailer, even though we're facing them. Endgame. Remember Hulk? Yeah. So. You can't assume anything. True. That's the point of this trailer. Do not assume anything. So this brings us to a subject which I have zero qualifications to speak on, which is video games. Yeah, one might say you're a stranger. Oh my god. Video games. Oh my god. One more. <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I decided. You've reached your quota. You'd be surprised. So yes, unlike my Luddite co-host here, I've been watching the news about all the new Marvel games that have been announced recently. And this segment is more of a help me segment. (laughs) Ask not what our podcast can do for you. Ask what you can do for our podcast. So we know about a lot of the Marvel games that have already come out and that are going to come out. Uh, Namely, we have the Spider-Man game from 2018 and Spider-Man Miles Morales from 2020. And now we have Spider-Man 2 coming out in 2023 and Wolverine coming out sometime after that to be announced. All of them are PlayStation exclusives and developed by Insomniac Games. And I haven't played any of these games yet. In addition to that, we also have the Marvel's Avengers that came out last year, as well as a Guardians of the Galaxies game coming out next month. Yeah, and the one thing I can contribute to this is that I have watched, is that I have seen my husband playing the Spider-Man Miles Morales. My God, it's amazing. It looks like you're playing a movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. The PS5 graphics is absolutely incredible. So I've heard I do not have a PS5 yet. But this is, after all, all Marvel. And we are a Marvel podcast. And I play video games. And I'm sure there's something we can do about this. But I do not know what. So I'm certainly not going to be streaming on Twitch. So don't suggest that. Yeah, so in the next few months, we are going to be preparing to launch our Patreon. And guys, we want to hear from you about that in regards to, in terms of what kind of premium content you want so that we can give it to you and then you can help fund Amy's PS5. Yeah, that would be nice. It would be an excuse for me to go hunting for a PS5 first. But yeah, so if you're interested in the video games and well my take on it because chris luddite got it (laughs) let us know 
And if you have any suggestions on how we could do that for you, would it would you be interested in this being some sort of Patreon thing or a YouTube thing? Let us know and please help. Yeah, we know we have at least a few major gamer listeners out there. Yes, we do. And if you're not interested, you can just say, go away. We're not interested. Hashtag Team Chris, Luddites rule. (laughs) (laughs) I just recently took uh, like a survey screener for one of those paid research study things. And there were seven (sighs) questions. Shut up. (laughs) She's pissed that I can do these and she can't. Even though anybody received goes to the business, get over it. So I was taking the screener and it asked me like seven consecutive questions. Do you play games on a tablet? Do you play games on a smartphone? Do you play games on this? I'm like, no, 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 no. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. So since we're talking about Patreon input, as far as gaming goes, we're interested in hearing all your ideas, everybody. And and part of that has to do with my little housewarming present to myself that I pre-ordered yesterday. The story of Marvel Studios, 512 glorious pages of history. Yes, yes. And I was the one who sent you the link and I regret it now. <laughs> but yeah, it. if you haven't seen the trailer for the book, watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah, it'll be in our show notes. Yes, it will. Along with all the other stuff that we've discussed in this episode. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. Just some of the pages we saw in the trailer there look incredible. Over 200 interviews for this with cast, crew, creators, the whole Marvel team. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. I need to get some kind of stand, maybe like a gold or platinum stand for this for my office to display it properly. As if some people, the way some people display the Bible in their homes. You will need two stands there, two books. Right. And maybe a glass casing, you know, to keep it protected. (laughs) Temperature controls. Yes, of course. (laughs) Humidity control, temperature, all of that. This shit's going to be like the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, and always make sure to use white gloves when you, you know, flip through. (laughs) Oils. But as far as you guys out there in podcast land are concerned, let us know. Would you like me to do an unboxing video? When this arrives uh, to my home, this will actually be arriving to my home, to my new home before my furniture does. We have our priorities straight. (laughs) Yes, you certainly do. Also, would you like me to do a flip through of this possibly on YouTube once I understand exactly what a flip through is? (sighs) It's coming back to the same damn thing. It's coming back. This is so not happening, I swear. (laughs) So yeah, whatever ideas you guys have, whatever content you want from us, let us know. Because when it comes down to it, it's not so much about what we want. It's about what you guys want. Yeah. And we aim to please, after all. All right. So now we are going to wrap this episode up with a discussion from the rumor mill. Indeed, and the rumor mill has been on overdrive lately, hasn't it? It has, and I'm trying not to really let it get to me. I'm trying to find the right balance of having fun with it, but not getting my hopes up. I think what's good for me right now is I have so much going on here at home, getting ready for our move, that it's keeping my mind 
off of that stuff. Yeah, actually, that's true because you are quite capable of going, you know, nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, see our WandaVision series, everyone. Yeah. Well, that was both of us. Yeah. We are not good for each other when it comes to this kind of stuff, for sure. <laughs> that's what my husband is really good for is tamping me down on the conspiracies and keeping me down to earth with that kind of thing. He's really good at crushing a dream, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> it's, not okay, always, good. it's not always helpful, but for this it is. Mm -hmm. So let us start with the kingpin, Mr. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, rumors abound that he's going to show up somewhere. Some say She-Hulk, some say Spider-Man. And some say Hawkeye. And I think the fact that we don't see any kind of villain lends a little bit of support to that because that is Wilson Fisk's MO is staying in the shadows. Yeah. So is this Wilson Fisk from the Daredevil series continuing the storyline or is this another Wilson Fisk played by Vincent D'Onofrio? Either way, I'm there. I love yeah. that man. Yeah, I do too. And I cannot wait to see how this plays out in the MCU, if he is showing up, that is. Yes, I am not ashamed, maybe a little ashamed to say I have seen every episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent, thank you very much. Even the Goldblum episodes. How many episodes are there? Too many. All right. Yeah, too many. All right, so that's one member of the Daredevil team. The next being Charlie Cox. Yeah, now that... That is interesting. Yeah. If there's one person out there right now who really needs to stop talking, it's him. Because every time he opens his mouth to deny rumors about him coming back, he says something to make it worse. Yeah. And to be fair, Andrew Garfield has been doing the same thing. He just gave an interview yesterday. Oh, really? Which didn't go well. Oh, yep. interesting. Yes. That is how much attention I paid to Andrew Garfield. <laughs> With Charlie Cox, with him, he keeps saying things that are just wrong and easily proven wrong. Yeah, I don't know if he's doing that on purpose. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's towing the party line by saying that he is not in it, but he's purposefully saying stuff that is wrong so that he's disproven, so that people don't believe him, yet while he is keeping his contractual obligations... Yeah, see, see, that's the problem when you're trying to decipher this with a great actor, because <laughs> we just don't know what's truth, what's fiction. No idea. Either that or we are not. Yeah, yeah, it could be. And it's also possible that he may end up on She-Hulk because Jennifer Walters is a New York lawyer known for working on superhero related cases. Yep. Speaking of, we may possibly see her in spider-man no way home and we could just as easily see matt murdoch in spider-man no way home as he is also a new york yep. lawyer uh-huh and if that happens i apologize in advance to everyone in my theater <laughs> i think you won't be the only one no no i will not be responsible for my actions yeah, now speaking of She-Hulk, there are also rumors of uh, Kristen Ritter, who played Jessica Jones, showing up. Yep. She hasn't denied it, but she said that she would look forward to coming back if they ask her to. Yeah, and I think that's a normal thing to say. Yeah. I haven't seen Jessica Jones. I did attempt it uh, several years ago. Was not in the right headspace at the time for that show. 
One day. One day I'll go back to it. One day, yes, because we will cover it. It is a fantastic show. Yeah, and I do love David Tennant, so. Mm -hmm. And there are also some rumors going on for Secret Invasion because for a couple reasons, the big one being, and take this with a grain of salt because IMDb these days, the inmates are running the asylum over there. Clark Gregg and Tom Hiddleston were both added to the cast list for that show. Yeah. So we don't know it's just good, if it's just going to be cameos or they're going to have some bigger part to play. It, it could even be flashbacks. Yeah. So that would be like a cameo, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't think Tom Hiddleston would have a big part to play over there, but I do really hope Clark Gregg does. Me too. We need to have him back. Yeah. I agree 100%. It, it would make sense for Coulson to rejoin, Android Coulson, to rejoin Fury in that way. Well, even if they don't, because MCU doesn't seem to want to acknowledge Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in any way, even if they don't bring Android Coulson back, they get another multiverse version of Coulson. Works for me. Works for me too. As long as we get Clark Gregg and Coulson, I'm good. Yeah, I absolutely adore him. And the other thing is, Clark Gregg, knows too much he's let some beans spill in interviews and he knows too much well he let the beans spill for loki yeah yeah but see that's the thing with loki too is that we know the scrolls are involved in secret invasion he's a shapeshifter too mm -hmm. so possibilities mm -hmm. so we've asked you guys for your patreon input but we'd also like to know how did you like this little news roundup trailer roundup episode yeah, let us know if you liked it or disliked it. And would you like to hear more of these kind of episodes in the future? Yeah, yeah, we're definitely open to doing more of these. This was unexpected and we appreciate everyone going along with us today. So that about wraps things up for this week. I'm Madam Chris. And I'm Madam Amy. Join us next week for episode seven of What If? Unless they decide to kill a bunch of dogs because I can't think what else they could possibly do that would render me unable to speak about it <laughs> yeah I'll speak about it she'll just be sobbing <laughs> in the meantime like we said we want to hear from you guys so email us at themarvelousmadams at gmail.com or find us on twitter and instagram at marvelmadams and check out our website themarvelousmadams.com where infinity stones are a girl's best friend <laughs>